Welcome to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. This podcast is a ministry of East Denver Bible Baptist Church in Denver, Colorado. Each week, Pastor Lauren will open up the Bible and share the truth of God's Word. Our prayer is to be a blessing by providing you with simple, understandable teachings from Scripture on how to live a life of faith in view of eternity. Here's this week's episode. Hello, this is Pastor Lauren Richmond, East Denver Bible Baptist Church. Welcome to our podcast, Eternity's Viewpoint. Been a while since been able to put things together here, but I want to talk to you about delighting to do God's will. In Psalm 37, 4 and 5, it says, Trust in the Lord, excuse me, uh, verse number 4, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. Commit thy way unto the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. Then in John chapter 9 and verse 4, I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day, the night cometh when no man can work. Matthew chapter 28, it gives us the responsibility of the Great Commission we've been given, uh, that has been given to us by our Savior. John, Matthew 28, 18 through 20, Jesus came and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things I have commanded unto you, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. You know, oftentimes we desire to do God's will. We think we're doing his will. The Bible talks about, uh, in Matthew six thirty three. it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 7, 7, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. And uh, oftentimes when we're asking for things, we're thinking, well, God, why why don't you answer this question according to, you say, ask, and it shall be given you. Uh, Psalm 50, 15 says, Cry unto me in a day of trouble. I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. And then in Jeremiah 33, 3, it says, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. But sometimes, you know, until God sort of changes things around, there's some circumstances, some situations that arise in our lives. Until those things have happened to us, we're not prepared to do God's will, even though we think we are. Sometimes we're asking for something that it's not God's plan or God's will to give to us at that particular time, and he has his good reasons for it. And Romans 8 and verse 28 says, We know that all things work together for good. To them were the called according to his purpose. And uh, I want to read to you in James chapter 1. It says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. For let patience have a perfect will, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So we know that there's going to be some trials. We see that again over in First Peter, First Peter chapter 5 and verse 10. We've talked much on this, but First Peter chapter 5. In verse number 10, But the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory, 
by Christ Jesus, after that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect, establish, strengthen, settle you. And sometimes we're going in one direction, and I was recently, uh, I've been a referee for a number of years, probably 25 years. I've been in sports since I was in high school. I have ran uh, track and cross country and played soccer and played baseball and played basketball, played a little bit of football in college, ran, played some indoor soccer, ran some uh, track and cross country in college as well. Then I also started and coached cross country team while I was at Baptist Bible College, as well as running. As well as uh, after that, I uh, got out into the world and played. Uh, uh, well, in high school, played some town team baseball and so forth. Right after that, and then I got afterwards after college was over, I got into officiating and started uh, refereeing uh, basketball and lacrosse and also. Uh, umpiring girls, fast pitch softball, got into doing some coaching in high school with cross country and track. And so I've dealt with a number of things along that line. And uh, I've always had plans. I've been very competitive and also did a lot of ultra marathoning as well as marathons, ran the Boston Marathon four times, tried Leadville on a number of occasions and have run some uh, 24-hour races and 100 miles and 60 kilometers and 100 kilometers and 50 kilometers and marathons and half marathons and 10Ks and 5Ks and whatever you have. So I'm certainly familiar with racing and all the competition that goes into it, as well as the disappointments, as well as the good things that happen out of it. But uh, there's a lot of trials and tribulations that go through all of that. But when you're competitive and when you're always trying to make a way, and of course in athletics, it's just work a little bit harder, do a little bit more, and you can get where you want to get to. Well, as a referee, you find that you need to not only work the games, but you need to go to a lot of camps and learn from them and you plan and plot as to how you might get better. And so I did this this past season, realizing I was coming close to the end of my career, but hoping maybe I could extend it and get a little bit better in some areas. And so I planned on going to a few camps, but I came up with, uh, ended up with ulcerated toes and that set me back. And then after that, uh, came down with COVID and uh, really set me back and then had some other issues with Parkinson's and ended up uh, having a fall and ended up with cellulitis, cellulitis, ended up into the hospital. And then uh, during that time, I was having a struggle and found out that I had uh, uh, gallstones and so forth and needed to have emergency gallbladder surgery, came out of the hospital. And after that, I had a problem with... Uh, some other issues, and that was that I came back down with cellulitis and a much worse blood infection and had to get all those things taken care of. So I hadn't planned on all of that, but that's one of the things that uh, happened to me, and it was a shame that it did, but, you know, it was God changing my direction. On the one hand, I disappointed I didn't get to do some of the things that I wanted to do, but understanding it was God uh, showing you, showing me that he had a different purpose for my life at that particular time than what I had. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 
2 Corinthians chapter 12, I can remember when I was having the issues with the cellulitis and I was having stomach pain and I was asking God to remove the pain and God chose not to remove it. And uh, much like the Apostle Paul, he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. But when I am weak, then am I strong. Well, I didn't realize that if I, if I had been able to have God's prayer answered, if I had been able to have the pain removed so I didn't have to think any more about the pain I was dealing with, I wouldn't have done anything about it. Sometimes God has to get a hold of us and uh, cause something to go wrong in our lives so we stop and pay attention and ended up back in the hospital. turned out I had to have emergency gallbladder situ- surgery. And what would have happened if I had just had God answer my prayer and the pain had gone away and yet the problem was still there? So I'm thankful that that didn't happen and that I had the surgery. And then I ended up back in the hospital again with some more cellulitis and was in there for six days, and it was far worse, and came out with a, a pick line for about another 10 days or so. But during that time, as I was in a hospital I'd been in years ago, I would used to do some uh, s- chaplain work there, and I've been taking a chaplain's course as well as obviously pastoring. I've been wanting to do a little bit of chaplain work. I had done it years ago at Swedish Medical Center, and now it appears that because I was back in Swedish Medical Center and I've just finished this chaplain's class, there's an opportunity to get involved in chaplain's work as well. So that's been a blessing, something I hadn't counted on. And you say, well, then I'm I'm, sort of my plan of action has changed instead of running up and down the basketball court. I'll be out there in the hospitals as well as the church work that I'm doing, and maybe God will do something with that. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delighteth in his will. There are several things we can do to prepare for the work that God has for us. One thing, of course, is to study. Second Timothy 2.15 says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. In Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8, says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein that thou mayest observe to do, according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. In Psalm 119.11, it says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. And then Psalm 19.14 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer. So what we do, we spend some time in God's Word. We put God's Word into memory. We meditate on the thoughts of God's Word, and we just delight to do His will, and God will direct us and guide us because He tells us He will never leave us nor forsake us. God bless you, and have a wonderful night. Thank you for listening to the Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast with Pastor Lauren Richmond Sr. The Eternity's Viewpoint Podcast is produced by Resonate Media in partnership with East Denver Bible Baptist Church. If you have been blessed by what you have heard today, help us share the blessing 
with more people by subscribing and leaving a review. To learn more about the podcast or to connect with Pastor Lauren, visit eternityviewpoint.com. Do you have something to say? Are there people who want or need to hear from you? Have you always wanted to start a podcast but don't know where to start? Welcome to Resonate Media, where our mission is to amplify you. At Resonate Media, we focus on helping underrepresented voices and aspiring podcasters get started by providing equipment, expertise, and experience to help you launch a podcast. To get started, visit ResonateMediaPro.com. Don't let the confusion, complications, and costs of hosting, recording, editing, and distribution hold you back. The world needs to hear what you have to say. Resonate Media can help your voice be heard.